0: I'm back Adam. after a
1: five-year hiatus <laughs> what hey guys
0: <laughs> I yeah. missed you yeah,
2: it's amazing it's amazing and having the whole team back together
0: Tarn Adams aka Toadie
2: hey yo, it's Tody one here with another 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 episode and and all kinds of co-hosts and stuff amazing
1: yeah uh I, I guess um Let's talk about what's happened to us individually briefly in the past five years, if you guys don't mind. Can we skip the last
0: six or months or so? (laughs) Yeah,
1: if you want, because everyone probably knows where you guys have been up to. Uh, I've been up to... My wife and I started a gluten-free bakery, and we've been running that um, up here in Northern California. Uh, It's called Measures of Joy, and uh, you can find us on Facebook... um, we may have been doing it still while you we were doing the podcast, but I we've think so. I think so. Yeah, firmly established by now, and that's we, awesome.
0: I know you're getting some like really excellent um, opportunities in terms of like I think it was like gift baskets for some celebrity event.
1: Oh yeah, we went to the uh, Emmys. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I got to meet uh, the guy from Leave It to Beaver, <laughs> and uh, I got to meet uh, the guy from Scrubs who was the uh,
0: janitor on scrubs oh that's the good one to me yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah he was it was fun to meet him i also got to uh meet um the i don't know if you guys ever watched 30 rock but um there was a guy on, the, on their writing staff on 30 rock well on, in, on the acting writing staff right because it was a fake show but it, uh, a show about a fake show i was so excited to meet him because that was my favorite show at the time but anyway, yes, our 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 business is moving forward and um I've been doing some screenwriting over the years too. Um, nothing's oh, wow. published. Um but that's been my like creative hobby. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you guys?
0: Uh, got a job at a machine <laughs> shop and not much else. Uh currently laid off.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Eh, it's uh it's a mess thing. all over. I'm yeah. doing all right, all things considered. Oh that's good. Yeah.
1: My my son got married. <laughs>
0: oh wow. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got married last year. Uh how about you, turn? What are the big life experiences you've experienced?
2: Um still in the same apartment, still dwarfing. Um, did some I mean, I guess we we, we traveled around for some events, which is fun. Uh I think, uh, went to, uh, Korea and Switzerland, uh, for some, some events, which was, which was, uh, nice. pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. And yeah, mostly, but mostly of course, just going to San Francisco or whatever, uh, the, for the roguelike celebration and, and GDC and mm. was, uh, a bit of traveling, but that was, that was, uh, um, just a lot of work though. Uh, and of course the whole, uh, the whole the whole Steam thing, which is uh, probably the biggest thing that's happened in the last um, uh,
0: five years. Yay, Steam. Globally, one of the biggest <laughs> yeah. things that happened in the last five years.
1: <laughs> I mean, because it kind of looks like you're finally taking my uh, my persistent suggestion of having a, a better user interface. Uh, that looks that, amazing.
2: Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's <laughs> it's about time uh, something <laughs> something happened there uh, for sure. Uh, but, um, yeah, so here, let me, uh, I, can you, can you send, um, the, 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 uh, images over, over our, over our, 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 our little discord chat. Yeah, can yeah, 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 go ahead. Up? Can you use drag and drop?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: Oh, I had a comment. Here's something there. I'll just add that comment. Uh,
0: there's a game called drag and drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is for sure. So,
2: so I sent a little image over to the discord chat. That's the, uh. We've kind of been testing out screens. Um this is, Would this you is look a, at that this is a little prototype embark screen that hasn't had any artist attention to it. So those are all my Clearly, uh, my, but that's my, fine. My, my terrible <laughs> my terrible color schemes and stuff, right?
1: I mean, <laughs> it really is very bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like kinda earth earthy,
0: earth tones. Kind of the yeah, exact yeah, uh,
2: yeah. it's like Elf Fortress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah. that's the L
0: four. I do track. like the little ornamentations in the corners.
2: Yeah, those were the parts that were actually drawn by the artists. Uh, just just that, and of course the items that you see there. Uh, right, right. But the, but the 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 very kind of stop sign looking plus and minus um, uh, look there. That's that's all me. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, the uh, if you if you remember how the game works, like when you used to have to type N for new item. Uh, And it would take you to a whole different screen with a typing filter and the categories and so forth. Here it is, all in one place. Look at that. Yeah, You can see your items on the left. You can see the typing filter and the categories on the right. You can see a scroll bar with a little dwarf face on it. Of course, I put a little dwarf face on the scroll bar. Um, Oh, there it is. But the ones on the right also get scroll bars. The middle one gets a scroll bar because, of course, there's more categories than that when you aren't filtering. There's, I mean, it, it's kind of. There's always just a lot of stuff, which is going to be one of our main obstacles, uh, going through all of the screens and and things. Just, um, just dealing with the amount of amount of. And those are all the items uh, I, I had typed bronze into the typing filter, and there are still pages of items or whatever. Right, there's all of the. Yeah,
0: you
1: see bismuth, bismuth bronze. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Yeah,
0: but it's. it's... I'm curious. Never mind. It's, it's, it's a me thought. I'm just curious if bismuth bronze tastes like uh, Pepto Bismol. But... <laughs> I have to filter myself. Yeah, no. They they
2: could they could they could uh, grind it into powder and put it in your breakfast cereal for sure.
0: There you
2: go. Yeah, and you see with the with for instance the willow wheelbarrow on the left. We haven't done cereals for wheelbarrows, so that is a distinctly not willow <laughs> wheelbarrow down there. Um, oh, look but, at that! But um yeah, it's a nice step ladder. Nice, nice step ladder. <laughs> for sure.
1: Wow, that's cool. So, I, I what is a step ladder for? That's the first time I've seen that. Oh,
2: that's um yeah. At some point, like, have you did you were you around for the 3D trees?
1: Yes. Okay, so yes, that's yeah, that. so
2: right when the 3D trees, like, right. I mean, so at some point after that, we started growing fruit on trees, and you, mm. can, you can take a step over and climb and uh, pick the fruit. From the from the trees, um,
0: it it's cute.
2: One of the leading, that is cute. <laughs> one of the leading causes, perhaps, of uh, of uh, dwarves being stuck in trees. Um, and uh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's please explain. Well, yeah. You know, if the, the stepladder gets removed, or the dwarf is otherwise chased up a tree, or so forth, they'll just be up there. Uh, they have some code to help them get down now, which is which is um, uh, useful. But uh, you can also just chop the tree down.
1: So what you're telling me is that like if someone gets stuck in, like someone could be climbing a tree, you know, minding his own business, picking an apple, and then like Eric comes by and like, oh, a stepladder that's just sitting there. I should put it away and like puts it away, and that's how they get stuck.
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I haven't. I don't. I don't actually know if they get swiped. Or if they cancel the job um uh what the what the main vector is. Uh this is something that should probably be investigated uh a little bit more.
0: <laughs> but um I've I've seen the opposite where there's just stepladders out in the in the trees or <laughs> where the trees are. Not up in the trees. That would be that would be wild. Well
2: why but... would a dwarf ever clean up after themselves? <laughs>
0: right. <I don't> <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, so I posted another one. This is uh this is a little sparser this 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 screen, but this is the animals tab when you click that. Um
1: Are are we able to post these for the people that are listening? Uh I'm
2: I'm going to tease them uh currently while we while we think about the plan for this. We could put them up on the on the dev log, though, yeah. Uh or put them That'd up on That'd be cool. Hide them I on think the, the teasing's page. already begun. Oh, the teasing. Yes. Oh, we're we're into the teasing right now. This is fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you can see the, uh, the in this screen, uh, I've I've responsibly bought uh, four of each type of KV. Um, mm. so, so that's a total of sixteen KVs.
1: Mama's and Papa's and the babies yep. and all the babies. Yep,
0: and the and, whole family. You,
2: and you can see mm-hmm. on the right, right the uh, if you, if you're looking at the screen, you can see on the right the um, uh, the variety of, of hen and rooster and chick pictures, and the variety mm. of goat and piglet pictures. Uh, you can see a water buffalo calf. Uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of little animals and things. Uh, another scroll bar, more pluses and minuses. Um, you'll note that the total number of points that you have to spend is not displayed yet anywhere on the screen, which is a, um, a thing that needs to be done in the list of many things that need to be done. Um, but I think it's pretty cool. I think it's, it's different than it was before, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's coming along, buddy. Good job. <laughs> um, out of
2: curiosity where are we with uh, adventure mode uh, so I've I've got adventure mode showing up on the screen which is uh, you know a huge first step um, people wandering around and uh, looking like uh, looking like either people or um, or the debug the debug creature um, but mm-hmm. um, it, it, the the thing is we haven't finished the layering on uh, say the human because uh, the uh, the dwarves now currently are built from 12 layers, including like, here's your left arm, here's your right arm, here's your face, here's your beard, here's your shadow mm. underneath you, and so forth. So there's just a, a little bit of extra art that needs to be done. Um, and we're hoping, it. hoping to get even, uh, to some extent, get the animal people done up that way as well. Although, of course, since there are 200 animal people, it's not going to be something that we can do... Um, you know, uh, perfectly for, for every single body type or whatever. Uh, but, but
1: yeah, yeah. cause the, the snail snail men may look kind of odd, I'd
2: imagine. Yeah. Uh, snail men definitely look odd. And I think slug people are different from snail people because slug people don't have legs and snail people do. Uh, oh. it hmm, just, it just seemed appropriate. I don't know why. Uh, okay. Kind of, it's kind of a turtle thing or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Like, uh, cause the, the snake, like a slug is kind of like a snake morphologically. Like it has, it's long <laughs> and it's kind of, it's true. Like, and so the legs, no. the legs hmm. can, like a snake person can't have legs. Right. There's, there's some definite rule there. Right, um, right, right. Right. Uh, but, but like, uh, and so a slug person doesn't have legs
1: because of the, well, we're talking of the Hut, clearly with the slug. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I,
2: Hmm. And so, well, that so so if Jabba the Hutt had a shell, would he grow
1: legs? That's a good question. I I don't know. I think possibly.
2: Yeah. So that's that's the, that's we we were we were probably a little torn on this. Uh, but that's that's when it ended
1: up
0: happening <laughs> Sounds like you just came up with a new Star Wars spinoff film. <laughs> yeah,
2: we could use we could use some more of those. They probably got five or six in the pipeline or something, right?
0: Yeah, Mm. I want I want
1: my uh, Star Wars crew to be all people from um the the snail planet, just the snails of the
0: lakes.
1: (laughs) That's what we want, Lucas. You've heard it here.
0: No, no, I don't. He's probably listening.
1: He probably is. Yeah. Somebody he has those algorithms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, speaking of algorithms, have you guys seen the game, and this is kind of a detour, but have you seen the game AI
0: Dungeon? Oh, oh yeah. yes.
2: Wait. Have you, have you seen the new GPT-3, uh, uh, the dragon model or whatever they're calling it?
0: That's the G- one that's going to end the world, isn't it? I don't know what that even is. So, so, GPT-3. so,
2: so I may be, I may be uh, getting some details mixed up, but the the original AI Dungeon was based on the GPT-2 model, uh, which came out, I don't know when it was because time is, no longer has any meaning, but uh, it was last year or something or the year before, I don't really remember. Uh, but it was the, the kind of the one that made the first big splash um, mm. uh, by OpenAI or, or whatever the organization's called. And so they just released on a limited basis the GPT-3 model, which can, which makes them way more coherent. Um, so it's even scarier. Uh, and uh, there's some screenshots around on the net now of various GPT-3 stuff and, um, cool. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I just had a, an adventure this morning cause I've been kind of exploring it where I, um, was a noble and I found a, uh, candy, um, candy house in the, in the, in through going through tunnels and then I found the wizard that made it and I asked him why he made a candy house. And he said, because I like candy. <laughs> and that was a fun AI moment. I think.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a legitimate reason, especially if you're going to kind of move from house to house as you consume them. Or at least he likes to look at candy. I mean, the candy stores look pretty cool.
1: That's true. That's true. Maybe he just likes to look at it. Like, uh, would you consider like, do we, I don't remember, do we have candy, witch houses in, in, uh, in your generated world?
2: Do we have candy at all? We have syrup. We have dwarven, the Dwarven syrup, um, as I recall. See, and... Maybe
1: we need some Hansel and Gretel kind of stories to come out. That would yeah. be kind of fun.
2: I guess they would be made out of uh, minced syrup roasts and minced syrup
0: muffins. <laughs> yes. You'd have to figure out which ones make the best windows and <laughs> construct their materials. If you could make a block out of... Uh, syrup roses
2: (laughs) yeah you should be able yeah you make a block out of frozen frozen syrup and then cut blocks out of it we aren't quite there yet (laughs) Um, it's one of those things we were considering for the map rewrite is getting um uh different sorts of materials and items being able to build um uh map uh features with them like walls and ramps and that kind of thing um of course, the the kind of go to examples are, are are always more like you're wandering through a giant plane of skulls and there's skull hills and stuff like that, and you but you could pick up individual ones or slide down them and that kind of thing. But why not candy, right? I mean we we are gonna have the we're gonna have the, yeah. uh, the non violence like setting, right? So you turn it right. off, you don't have skull hills anymore unless they're candy skulls. Um, That's true, <laughs> and then you can eat them. And because it's go. non-violent, you never get sick. No more vomiting. <laughs> no much.
0: more
1: vomiting.
2: Eat as much candy as you want. Um, that's
1: right.
2: Yeah, and your candy teeth, fortress. Yeah, no cavities. No cavities oh. in a non-violent setting. I mean, that's something that certainly if someone wow. turns a non-violent slider off, they don't want tooth pain. They don't want drills. Um, they just want to eat. Fast up. Up. Is
0: this for real?
2: Is it really going to be... At some point, I'm just talking nonsense, of course, but but there, there's a there's a I mean the, the violence slider is is definitely part of the plans.
0: Oh, interesting. I hadn't oh. even considered that.
2: Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, so we can we can recap. we re-, re I mean, at, at some point, Dwarf Fortress talk is just a series of recapitulations. So uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> I don't I don't even remember what we talked about in the myth and magic uh, episode, right? Um, uh, way back when, uh, over 400 years ago. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, But the current idea was, was when you generate your setting, uh, you'd have a, a series of, of sliders uh, that, that kind of let you – and we don't know what the final form of these is. We're just kind of uh, sort of spitballing what the, what the sliders might be. One of them is like sort of how typical is your fantasy world uh, on a scale from there aren't even any dwarves. It's just different humans running around over to, like, the more typical setting where you have dwarves and also some sort of canonical animal people. Um, mm. And uh, so kind of like a, a uh, Elder Scrolls-type setting or any of the, the kind of typical fantasy settings where you pick a couple animal people to kind of show off, and then you have dwarves and elves and that kind of thing. But then you move the slider over a little bit more, and you've got, like, all kinds of strange uh, five-eyed things. Uh, still got some dwarves. Maybe the dwarves have innate magic powers and other uh, oddities. Uh, to them and then you move the slider all the way over and it (laughs) removes all of the raw uh, object content uh, completely and leaves you in a complete soup (laughs) that you would you would sort of be it'd be like one of those fantasy novels that uses too many made-up words Um, (laughs) (laughs) you're, you're just trying to figure out like what, what the heck is everything going means on here, <laughs> and then eventually, you know, once you've kind of, I, I think it'd be pretty cool to try, right? I'm not sure how fun it would be to do it regularly, but you try and do a setting like that, and you sort of, sort of find yourself sinking into, it, and you're like, oh, okay, now I kind of understand what's going on, and uh, you know, maybe it'd be cool, um, and <laughs> and that's that's one of the sliders, um, and then there's a uh, that's that's just sort of the 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 fantasy amount slider. But then there's the the uh, another slider is kind of this sort of grim dark versus um, versus. Wait, again,
1: none of these are currently implemented.
2: Oh no! Oh no! No no no! Okay, since, okay, but, okay. but 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 since 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 we last spoke, we have a much uh, clearer view of when this is going to happen. Um,
1: okay, cool.
2: Yeah, because so we've got the we've got the Steam release coming. Then we have some things to um, make up some time. The the release we did before the Steam release, the, which is which is out, we did at the beginning of the year. Was the villains release, um, which we sort of aborted because we had to we had to do the um, we had to get the steam stuff started uh, just due to deadlines and so forth. So the uh, the villains release, we're going to go back and finish some of that stuff up. Uh, right, right now, for instance, there's artifact heists in the fortress uh, that can be Ooh. hatched. Uh, there's insiders, and you can interrogate your own dwarves to figure out who flipped on you and so forth. Um, it's
1: now it's, what now yeah. do they do? Will a dwarf flip on you if they're um, unhappy with you, or will it, it could be any, for any reason?
2: Uh, there's there's a it, it has a, a lot of sort of personality facet uh, things, but there's also grudges. There's uh, do they share a, uh, a kind of uh, religious similarity with the person flipping them? The person flipping them is kind of has the burden of deciding what angle they're going to use, and mm. they, they use their intrigue skill uh, to do it. It's still a little too easy, I think, is the verdict right now uh to flip people um people should be less flippable uh but but the um uh, but the general the general kind of principle is what we're going with uh we use kind of the mouse uh, what is it called mice 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 the mice mice micing people micing people um uh the 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 uh, uh i blanking on it mummies before. yeah <laughs> I'm like is it is it is it money well, the C, the C is just compromising people, blackmailing them. The E is ego, and the I is mm. ide- ideology. I think. There, but it's basically counterintelligence stuff where you're, you're like, why, nice. why which people are vulnerable? It's mice. Uh, and there's other, there's other, there's other um, acronyms uh, that people use to kind of remember the different reasons. And so we just kind of went through that as a initial form of inspiration and came up with uh, seven or eight uh, ways that Interesting. Can be flipped. Um, and, uh, but we aborted, uh, right when we were working on that stuff. So it's just not done. Uh, so we'll fix that up, do the, um, and then do some army stuff, do some adventure mode medical stuff that we had been missing for a long time, like being able to put a splint on yourself, uh, make one and, and kind of, yeah. yeah, not lose your games quite so easily. Um, although yes, it's still, it's still a hard life out there. Uh, <laughs> and then the idea is to disappear into something that we've uh, we've called the big wait because we know it's going to take some time. Uh so yet another big wait and if we're lucky the big one won't be as long as the previous biggest wait which was 26 months, right? Uh we did we, we did have a release that lasted that long. Uh Which each. one was that? Uh was that the Activating the World release? Um uh was that 2012? I don't I'm I'm totally like don't remember. Uh, these things that are in the distant past anymore <laughs> uh, without like looking up the notes and cross-referencing or whatever. But, um, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the myth and magic release is kind of, um, the, the, the main thing we've shown off on that was this, this kind of talk I gave, uh, with, with, with Tanya at Kitfox, um, the, the publisher, uh, back in uh, 2016, I think it was uh, showing our sort of procedural myth system that comes up with a mythological story uh, with mm. with various deities and forces and planes and stuff. But it's it's meant to build a coherent and consistent magic system for each world that you generate or each kind of universe that you generate uh, so that things, mm. make, things make more sense. Um, and it isn't just kind of generating another fireball spell or whatever. And... Uh, Real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aren't celestial bodies generated still? Generated like in the current version? Yeah. The current version has the moon... And a sun
0: that are sort is of is it always just one moon?
2: Yeah, it's really boring. It's like canonically. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just for werewolves, right? Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> and it also Functional.
2: it also did, does the lighting in adventure mode, and and like if it's foggy and the moon's out, you can see a little bit more than if it were really foggy and there was no moon or whatever. Um, right. And I imagine that's going to be a nightmare when we start generating the, the bodies and it needs to figure out like how much light would there actually be when there's two moons, but, uh, the sun is over here and I don't want to think too much about that, especially if the sun is also a chari- <laughs> a chariot or something, right? Um,
1: <laughs> you, you never know what, this, what, what's the sun is a giant fan in the sky. It just kind of spins there.
2: Yeah. That's why it's always windy on a sunny day.
1: Exactly, <laughs> it's,
2: it's just out of control. We don't know what we're. We don't really know what's going to happen. That's one of the things that's fun about the the um, this release. Uh, and, yeah,
1: that yeah. that brings me to another question. Um, when do you want? Like, okay, so when I when I um disappeared, what's five or six years ago? I'm you were in the position where you were basically going to do this until you die. Uh, are you still like kind of there? I mean, is is the, is this something you want to do the rest of your life, or do you want to have a final release sometime?
2: Uh, I think I'm still in the same the same boat I was in before. I mean, certainly the stuff that we've talked about just now takes me forward another uh, another five years or something. I mean, uh, six years, who knows? Right? Uh, it's it's going to take yeah. a while to get that stuff done. And then I'll be forty-eight years old, forty-nine years old, you know, and I'll have been working on this thing for, you know, twenty-three years, and
0: (laughs) um,
2: that's a long time. And and I I, so so at this point, it seems like the default kind of option is to say, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. You know, we'll be approaching retirement age at some point, whatever that means in the future. Who knows? And um, so, but but it's like, I mean, if if we if we end up you know, focusing on a, on a side project, um, you know, 10 years from now that gets a little bit of traction, then we, you know, might spend some time on that. You never know kind of what's going to, what's going to materialize. Uh, uh, but I, I'm pretty excited about the magic stuff. Obviously I keep bringing conversations back there. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, and now we have a a much, much kind of better plan about what that's going to look like. Uh, so, you know,
1: so it could be that, like, like, ha, how, what would that kind of? Can you give me a, a, a scenario of how magic might manifest in a world mm. and what that might look like in a player to a player?
2: So yeah, so so let's 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 say, um, so the 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 world. Uh, what kind of what kind of where, where do you want to start? You want to you you want to start in kind of a traditional giant ocean setup, or we can have a, a chaos full of monsters, or we can have a, chaos. Okay, you want a chaos you okay, we got a chaos full of monsters. So that's that's the starting the starting the starting setup as a chaos full of monsters. And then you've got like um like some kind of uh well, you know what? You know what? You know what we're gonna do? This is this is what we're gonna do because instead of hearing me like just just, just kinda be sort of stupid about it, um what we'll do instead is uh is fire up the myth generator. So I've found the, uh, the myth generator after digging through some some folders and so forth. So let's just, yeah, let's just see what one of these magic systems might look like. Um, all right, Dwarf Fortress, creation myth generator, left click to begin. <laughs> all right, so I click. Uh, now this time it looks like we've got uh, the void, which is uh, a primordial void. So we ended up with just this sort of emptiness. But it has yeah. two great beings inside of it, Legadia and Fathis, and also uh, Thetion the Raven.
1: <laughs> oh, three there's a three. there's a who's, raven also who's a good bird? Who's the Raven's bird. the troublemaker, clearly, right?
2: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see because because the game does not care right now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so we got a big old list here. Um, now the this the the initial list and it goes on for for a few pages. Is just sort of the chronological um, list of events in the universe, and uh, you can you can in this prototype you can click on a thing to focus on it, and then that gives you a more more a reasonable story uh, of of what happened. So, like for instance, in the in the chronological list, it says, "In the beginning, there was a vast emptiness in which the Great Ligadia and the Great Phathus were coupled." So now, so they're just sitting there, coupled. However, you want to interpret that and Fathis forged the spindle of Phopanon to guide fate and then Fathis lost a limb forming the ocean Fathis forged cool. the, the Fudom glass that all might be seen so Fathis Hey forced- I want I
1: want to hear about the limb loss is there is there more like
2: Yeah well let's read about the ocean then right so so this, this is a very this I clicked on ocean and now this is the entire creation myth as it relates to the ocean in the beginning, okay. there was a vast emptiness in which Ligati and Phathus were coupled. Phathus lost a limb, forming the ocean. Phathus disturbed the ocean, forming the Sefitia demons. Libius of the Phokathos demons, which it didn't even say where the Phokathos demons came from. We skipped that part. <laughs> created the, the great Rukon <laughs> using the ocean in the volcano of Caesitas. So there's some kind of underwater volcano that this thing came out of when these other demons uh, did their thing. Uh, I have no idea where a Phocothos demon came from. Uh, here it is. They got. Uh, oh, when, when Ligadia and Phathis uncoupled, then Phathis breathed into being these other demons. Um, oh,
0: port, that's, that's a bad breakup. Yeah.
2: So, where are the dwarves in all this? It's, it's not a bad question. There are the dwarves. Uh, so, the dwarves have their, their version of the creation myth is, you know, that we got a vast... Everyone agrees on the vast emptiness and the coupling and the, the losing of the limb, the uncoupling. Uh, now, the ocean was disturbed and formed the Seficia demons, uh, which the dwarves care about. That means that the dwarves in the future of this story are going to care about the Seficia demons. Then, then, Now, Phathos lost another limb. Now, Fathus is like a limb-shedding type of deity, right? <laughs> um, constantly forming stuff, constantly making oceans and limbs. So another limb gone. Right, and we got the sun.
0: Oh, uh, okay, too. finally.
2: Then Phathis shed hair and formed the great Thobius, and then Thobius oh, just man. died. Now That's sad. But Thobius died, so this hair, hair shed forms this 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 deity, and then then the deity dies.
1: Well, what did the, what was the deity of? I mean, is there more details? Oh, of oh,
2: him, oh or is that like some... see the thing of the thing of this. There's some hidden details right now about that kind of thing, which which we may touch upon later but part mm. of the idea is that the story is giving them what they are of too mm-hmm. so so if 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 um so phathis is obviously going to be like a deity of the sun and the ocean uh having formed those things right uh mm-hmm. out, of, out of limbs now thobius since this is the dwarf centric tale there might be more detail on thobius if we click on thobius but right now thobius was just a um a kind of interim character because thobius dies immediately after being grown out of this hair and their blood forms a new plane of existence called the different place. <laughs> <laughs> so this is different, different from place. the void and the ocean and the sun. Like that's all like the ocean and the sun. They're obviously kind of over in the main world because it's referring to our sun and our ocean. But then there's this different place that was formed. And then, uh, so the other person, uh, or deity that was coupled is Lagadia, right? We haven't been talking about Lagadia much. But mm. Gadia disturbed the fun, uh, the sun and formed a f- kind of force of, of – of, uh, like a, a, some kind of energy force or whatever called the evil test. So we've got – okay. you know, <laughs> so, so there's the evil test has been formed. Now the dwarves are – dwarves care about these things, so hopefully these will come up in the tale. Oh, yes, here we have uh, Kovacite of the Sificia demons disturbed the evil test to form the dwarves in a different place. So it all comes together. Uh, we have these demons, we have this evil test thing that came from the sun, and then we have the different place, which came from this shed hair and this blood. So that's how dwarves kind of conceive of themselves in this universe. They're formed from this kind of sun thing. Now, the the name evil test has some implicit kind of evilness to it. Uh, sophia right. demons has a bit of evilness to it. So dwarves kind of have this dark creation story in this. In this, uh... they
1: kind of do. Like they maybe should avoid dwarves in that world. No? Yeah. And then,
2: <laughs> and then the dwarves emerged from the different place because in this story it has to explain why dwarves are in the regular world. And so it just says they emerged. Uh... How nice of them. And then they yeah, rebelled, mm-hmm. against uh, rebelled against Lagadia. Rebelled against Lagadia, <laughs> and destroyed the Fudam Glass, the thing that all might be seen. They destroyed it, and Lagadia pronounced the curse of death to punish the rebellion of the dwarves. So dwarves were initially immortal, but because they destroyed the food on glass in their rebellion, they were cursed with death. And so it gives you a little, a little, um, uh, a story about the dwarves now, or a little, um, now that we have the story of the dwarves, it gives us a, um, a kind of rundown of, of dwarfdom. So dwarves age and eventually die and they can perish from accidents, violence, and disease but they have immortal souls and their souls are a microcosm of the universe and enlightenment can be entamed through self-reflection. The soul travels oh. to the different place after the body dies and their fates are completely determined. Uh, this is, this is kind of a, it, in the video game, it doesn't matter so much if there's free will or predestination, right? Cause you just kind of click buttons and things happen. Um, <laughs> but this probably has to do with the spindle of Fopenham guiding fate and so forth. Um, now, now, this, this is where it comes up with a magic system. And uh, the magic system relates to the evil test, which is where the dwarves were uh, the made from. Uh, so many of the dwarves can interact with the evil test after difficult research. So the spell system it's come up with uh, is a kind of a research-based spell system. Um, hmm. Now, if they, if, they, if they screw up and miscast, if there's a lapse in skill... Absolutely all vegetation dies near the user of the <laughs> spell, so that's, mm. that's, oh, that's, wow. that's very sad for them. The user can bruise flesh at the cost of a healthy amount of their own flesh. I'm not sure why you do that. There's a lot of uh, – it doesn't do any balancing. I threw this thing together, right? So the
1: uh, <laughs> If
2: you want to like give up your finger, you can put a bruise on somebody, and you have to use uh, words and hand motions while meditating upon the evil test. You can also burn flesh for the same price uh, using a word. Now, this is another one where you'd you'd wonder why you'd do this. The user can control the physical movement of a creature at the cost of their entire body. So if you're willing to to give it up and become a ghost, you can turn someone into a puppet. I imagine there might be some vindictive reason you might do this. Um, You can cause pain if you're willing to sacrifice just a little fleck of your own flesh. That's more of a, a standard kind of cost. Ah, uh, you can cause someone pain. You can cause someone's mind to go into overload. And You see, these are not good things, right? This evil test is <laughs> not not good, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, you can uh, move your soul into a body at the cost of a healthy amount of flesh. Now, this raises questions, right? If you gave up, whole, if you gave up your whole body to turn into a puppet, to turn someone else into a puppet, right? And then your soul is just kind of floating there. But then it says you can give up a healthy amount of flesh to move your soul into another body. Now, is that like of your body that's laying on the ground that you already paid the cost with? Well, I mean, if some... you
0: have yeah. access to other flesh.
2: Yes, and that's, and that's true. It hasn't actually specified that the user's flesh is their own. So this could be a sacrifice-based system. So, yeah, very cheerful. Very cheerful.
1: Um, wow! Yeah, so, is there a, yeah. are there like situations where the magic would be more like Care Bear magic? Where oh like, yeah! Oh yeah! Like...
2: Oh yeah! No, no, we no. You roll up a different world. You get a different a different set, and and there there are about two hundred effects uh, in the list right now, and a lot of them are very cheerful. Um,
1: That's cute.
2: So right now, and then the notes here say that the evil test it sources the sun, and the source of the sun is Fathis. And uh, that the sophia demons uh, that created the dwarves, uh, their, their source is the ocean and their creator is Phathis. So that's where it was drawing those powers from. So it's the evil test is why there were evil powers. But there was also some burning in there and so forth, and that probably came from the sun. And right, right, you should right, right. think of that as like a sun-based, like a, a sun-related power. And then when it's rolling up the cultures and other things surrounding this, it will be thinking of these things. And so that's kind of the idea is to make a make a consistent a consistent system.
1: Um, nice. And how do you like how in the game how would a player like maybe if they're doing adventure mode uh, engage with that magic system and and get magic powers and stuff?
2: Yeah. So in that case, like at the top, it said that. Uh, you can interact with the evil test after difficult research, right? So that that would me that would point toward more of like a character class type thing, or like a background, or you'd be like a wizard's apprentice type thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where where you're learning in kind of the more traditional way, like 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 in like in adventure mode right now, you can press like plus plus plus. Now I'm a you know proficient swords dwarf or whatever, right? So so in this mm-hmm, case, mm-hmm. there'd be like a new skill in the list, and you'd be like plus plus plus, and you're like. I'm now a proficient uh, evil tester. <laughs> or
1: something,
0: or something. Oh, I'm sure they have their, their, the their own name. The proctor
1: has arrived. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the important kind of things of the magic release is having procedural skills, which we already have because of music, actually. <laughs> you have like uh, yeah, no, you knowledge of the, the different dances and things that people are doing in the taverns and so forth. Um, and it came we, we kind of got into this sort of procedural knowledge uh, setup. Um, some of the skill, the skills themselves, I don't think got a proceduralization yet because the like like you have, you can be a percussionist or whatever, but that's not procedural. That's just one of the four uh, groupings we have. But the knowledge system, which links into the skill system, is procedural uh, for music. Right. For music, and so we'd just be kind of building on that, but also having actual uh, kind of procedural skills as well. Um, right. And uh, So
1: the- theoretically, yeah. you could you could have a magic system where it's completely overpowered, and you could you could cause flowers to sprout from everyone's eyeballs, and then win.
2: Yeah. Well, there's like, yeah, there's no winning because the the other <laughs> the other the other people that can do that can do that too, right? I, I right. Th- I think, yeah, I think yeah. the idea about balance in this case we have to be careful with because a fantasy universe is inherently unbalanced by its fantasy elements and that's right. like that's like the whole point right so right. so so i think it'd be cool to have a system like that and then it's just like these are very scary people that can do very scary things but you know is it is it like guns in america where you know you you do have some eyeball things and a lot of people not doing the eyeball <laughs> thing because everyone has the eyeball thing or like <laughs> like you know it's it's it it it, it leads to like 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 that kind of thing. And that's, that's kind of a difficult part for us is like, what mechanics will we have supporting this that cause at least some, like, we're not going to try and do a perfect job. Obviously that's never our MO, but the, the idea is which kind of things can we pick um, in terms of supporting mechanics to make the world seem like it's respecting these magic systems and respecting the outcomes of these magic systems. Like, like just consider right. a thing like like a thing I often consider um, is teleportation right like what right. if what if everyone like just because they were born whatever uh, has the ability to teleport at will um, right the the changes in how a society works would work are, are basically unfathomable I think it's just there's so much that yeah. It's it's you really have to sit down and think about it and you think of a lot of stuff and then you aren't even scratching the surface. Right. Um, Right. 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 About how everything works. Everything. And and so the game isn't going to be able to do all of that, but the game will be able to do some things like suddenly uh, just simple examples like armies no longer have any travel costs. They just appear where they want to appear. Right. And so that that makes that makes the game work a certain way. Now, of course, everyone in the in the in the town, including the refugee group that it creates, can also teleport to where they want to go. So
1: this this
2: would lead to a lot of kind of empty conquests. And then, like, can we make the game recognize that locations have less meaning now? Right. That's kind of a thing that comes out of teleportation Mm. is like the whole notion of locations and things or do you know but but the harder part is like how how you know what kind of peace comes out of this you know we don't want everything to just be chaos would would a kind of peace come out of this um Mm. and who knows like where where we'll end up but as long as we get something then it'll seem kind of cool yeah Yeah. elves don't sound too much better in this universe uh in terms of whether or not they're violent they're they're um their uh, magic is violent and so forth, because, in fact, the elves all have innate magic powers that they learn like walking. So just everybody Ooh. knows how to do this. <laughs> but the, the, the magic powers also rely on something called the violent elixir. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a material used by the, uh, by the elven magic users, and you make it by adding a great deal of a unique bile. To several quality herbs, leaving it there for (laughs) a day and doing it in a rainstorm.
1: (laughs) Just like walking.
2: Yes. So, yeah. (laughs) So, the, uh, yes, the violent. That's how I learned (laughs) to (laughs) walk. But once they have this nasty, bile smelling um, elixir, uh, everyone apparently will know how to make uh, lightning bolts and um, freeze flesh and. Pearl bolts of ice. Uh, so good for good for them. And let's blame yep. Fathis, let's blame <laughs> Fathis again.
0: Please people listening, humble Bay 12ers, draw fan art of any of this. Please <laughs> show us Fathis. Show us the evil test emerging from the sun. We need it.
1: Hey, what what generated the elves in this world, by the way?
2: Oh, let's see. Let's see about that uh they also came from the diff- different place um uh phathus formed them directly in the different in the different place from uh phathus sweat so the Got el- it. The, Got elves, it. the yeah
1: there's there's fifty elves. They're, they're <laughs> elves. <laughs>
2: yeah I, I really get the feeling that phathus did get the tag and it exists in the generator of like an excreter or whatever they the limbs <laughs> the limbs the hair the sweat like phathus Fath- <laughs> phathus is prolific um, <laughs> that would
0: be the violent
2: elixir. Whereas it, it looks like the uh the, the kobolds were simply a manifestation of the evil test. Uh it it just kind of made kobolds. And we don't have any humans yet. How long humans took a long time. There were, it looks like, many different named demons and several new um new uh deities, even some named cities, hidden cities, destroyed cities, all the elves and dwarves doing their thing. Uh and then the humans suddenly came around. Oh yeah, the humans have a much longer story here. I mean, there was there was the sun and the evil test and all that stuff. But then one of the Sevedia demons. Uh, so the land was made by disturbing the sun. That's where we got land from. One of the one of the yeah. one of the Sifishia demons disturbed the sun, formed the land, but then mated with it and made the be- Vedate <laughs> B- beings. So yes it's like I
1: have an art pro- I have an art project i'm gonna have sex with it, <laughs> yeah, and uh, now we've got
2: Vedate beings now beings are a much as a much more kind of um uh a neutral neutral term from sophia demons we have these beings oh then then suddenly raven swoops in lays an egg good job raven um They're finally then the evil test mingled with the beings creating a new plane called the highlands, and then a god named uh Finucora hatched from the egg, and spun a web into the humans. So these humans were spun from this web in the highlands from this raven.
1: I told you the raven would be trouble. Yep, made these (laughs)
0: humans.
2: And oh, and the great, good job, humans. The humans emerged from the land, uh, the highlands, and destroyed the spindle of Föpenon, which was uh, guiding fate. So the
1: uh, wait, so they helped the dwarves then. Yeah, twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, freed them from the. uh, freed them from that and um the uh the humans had another curse pronounced upon them now humans have free will but their fates are subject to the workings of the destroyed spindle of Fopenom. <laughs> so it's good for everybody there uh, i
1: don't know, even know what that means <laughs> yes, yeah it's like no, morrowind
0: <laughs> you have the tools of fate or whatever
1: there you
2: go. Oh, it, it even has a description of the sophia demons. These beings are very large, serene humanoids with several long tentacles, and they're immortal. Huh. Uh, they're immortal and have many innate powers.
1: When they're called a demon, are they inherently evil, or is I think just...
2: it? I think it puts a flag on them that says that yeah, they're more evil. They're serene, but they've got tentacles, and they're you know they're yeah. they're, called, they're called demons.
1: Whereas the they're Vida- peaceful until they kill you.
2: Whereas the Vedate beings are nature spirits, but they can manifest as large, fiery humanoids surrounded by rings of fire. Um, they
1: seem a little more demonic, but okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess
2: I, maybe it's a volcano thing or something. Like, volcanoes not inherently yeah, evil, they're just kind of chaotic and dangerous. Mm-hmm. What other demons? We had focathos demons, small, reddish humanoids with feathered wings. Um, happy little critters.
1: So now are these things you would encounter in your adventures? Yeah, like exactly. if you wander yeah. around?
2: Yeah, just the same way you can encounter those demons from the underworld now and the titans, uh, minotaurs, and all that kind of stuff. These are, yeah, the, the idea is that these would be uh, part of the kind of cosmology, but also part of just the world.
1: You know. And they are they inherently ag- aggroed against the uh, player?
2: Oh, not at all. I mean, I mean, I'm sure a Vedate being is a much nicer, um, much nicer critter. Since, uh, now, yeah, I've already, of course, I've forgotten some of the details already because the details are very <laughs> silly, but the, um, why did we care about Vedate? Why did it even mention, uh, Vodati? oh, because they were mingled with the evil test to create the highlands. So the Vedate beings are very attached to these highlands areas. Right. Um, so they would be kind of like, uh, angels in a sense to the humans who came from the highlands. Uh, it's sort of like an Eden. I, it doesn't mention it as an Eden expulsion, but because of the destruction of the spindle, um and the curse that was placed on the humans afterward it is very similar right uh, so so I kind of I kind of think of a vedate being that way now it calls them nature spirits so they're somewhat more linked to to nature than than kind of the angel concept um, but yeah that's the thing uh, so night creatures came from animal people um, and Zesikom did that good job Zesikom. People.
1: People. is there any yeah, yeah is there of. any way to influence this aside from using bars or anything like um oh, well that the, yeah this story
2: yeah that's the thing right is is that 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 the the bars idea is just kind of like a user wants to go and make a world bam here it is right and they want right. it to, they want it to follow these kind of general parameters uh but what we've been discussing uh we we've discussed this a few times in future of the Fortress. of course everything's kind of um uh subject to see what's actually going to happen is that there's this kind of um paired concept of having editors with when we when we do this stuff that allows you to kind of make your you know if you want to have a city with this map and these people in it you can do that too but Mm. there's this mid there's this mid-range concept in there where you're not creating um the actual named people and so forth but you're putting restrictions on it like um like you say, I don't want any fire type magic at all. Just turn it off. And that, in fact, is in this generator now. Uh, but I don't have an interface for it. But you can you can turn off. Um, you can. Well, I do have an interface for it. Actually, I have a raw file that's. Uh, it's just like Dwarf Fortress, right? Dwarf Fortress has text files for everything. So I have this thing called Myth Parameters. Uh, and right nice. now it says it says General Parameters. Gods, yes. Forces, yes. Planes, yes. Ancient races, yes. Fantasy rating, too. <clears throat> so if I turn the fantasy, I'm, I'm just trying to remember what I've already done, which is, which is always amusing. But if I turn the fantasy rating to four, uh, what are we going to get? Um, so we have a Void and Zapakia, the great being who is asleep, and a force called the Vein of Fate. But when it created um, the races, right, that you would play, the playable races, there's only two playable races in this universe, uh, One is called the Brugar Creatures.
0: <laughs> they, Tell us about them. Uh, these, yes. They are s-
2: smallish green serpents with a single grasping tentacle.
0: Oh.
2: Um, so you can play the Brugar Creatures. Um, okay. Or you can play the Swinons. Uh, swinons Ooh. are large, shrouded arthropods with a pairs of spiny tentacles. You'll notice that tentacles are prevalent here, and that's probably because <laughs> I just did not spend too much time on the generator. So we've got swineons and broigar creatures uh, in this. In this, those world. are great
1: names, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's 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 like um, I don't even know what that name generator is from. Like the like the uh, the the god names are all based on Greek island names. I have a Greek island name generator. Uh, just nice. that, that's kind of like an, an easy way for me to relate with mythology. Like the easy way to do it, um, mm. and so things sound sound right. So it helps me work or whatever. Just kind of stupid. But the, yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. And then the, uh, but the, the these are different. Like Bruegar and Swinons are not not Greek um, at all. Uh, <laughs> as, far, as far as I know, I'm not. I don't speak Attic or anything. But but um, so so yeah. So that's that was that was uh, that was intriguing. While well, at the same time, if I set the fantasy rating to zero, I don't even know if this is implemented or not. But why not give it a shot? Um, I have a world, and it's only got humans in it. Uh, There are no dwarves mm. here. There's a lot of fantasy stuff, because, I mean... But the, the kind of uh, conceit here is that all of this stuff is kind of not true. <laughs> that the, the humans have this kind of made-up mythology, but it's actually they don't have magic powers, and everything's kind of just, you know, nothing's going on. It's just
1: their myth, yeah. yeah. Does it highlight that?
2: Uh, not Not in the Myth Generator currently, because... You know, that that would just be a sentence, and I didn't bother writing it. But they do believe they have magic powers. They believe they can, <laughs> they can, they believe they can use chaos beast bones and celestial egg fragments. Um, so yeah, the, the power of chaos oh. beast bones. These tiny remnants of creation are rare, floating over the landscape. Um, the origin brew is a material utilized by the user. They are created by adding lots of unique milk, two common tongues, and chaos beast bones. So, yes. So I don't know if they're just taking dinosaur bones and like throwing them in milk and letting it ferment, and they're like, "This is the the origin brew," Um, you know.
1: But they have to be floating to get them to work.
2: Yeah. So I think I think the person that finds them probably just says that they're floating or something.
1: Right. Um, Right. right. These were floating in the (laughs) wilds. You should pay me much gold for this.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. There were like nine eggs in this universe. Who's been laying all these eggs? (laughs) The, the, cosmic, <laughs> the cosmic turtle, of course, the cosmic turtle. Is, the cosmic turtle. Oh, okay. yeah, there are many eggs. The cosmic turtle is just and then there's the celestial egg fragment. So that was that was laid by the cosmic turtle. But before the land was formed. So things that happened before the land was formed are called celestial in this system. Um, and yeah, lots of lots of egg fragments. And uh, they're always buried. Now, that should I mean, the chaos bone should always be buried, too. But 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 the celestial, at least they got the egg fragments right and right, right, right. um yeah they have, they <laughs> carve them they carve them that's how they use the celestial egg egg fragments they carve mm-hmm. them into kind of these it doesn't talk about runes or anything but they do something i don't know if it's scrimshaw or whatever but they got they got a carving system oh what did the well, heck let, I, let, uh, yeah yeah in any case
1: let's do one more uh one more universe let's let's try one to be as close to the care universe as possible let's uh well, let's see if turn that's off more violence, violence. That's,
2: yeah, that's, yeah. You'd love to think that we had the violence slider implemented. I can turn off violence magic categories. Turned off. No. There you um, go. Do we do we want to get rid of all the elemental stuff and just keep uh, destruction off? Uh, we'll keep creation, movement, no trickery. I mean, there might be some villain in the Care Bear universe. But yeah, yeah.
1: Accurate. No, 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 no trickery. No, no, bad, no darkness,
2: bad No secrets. No death. Sure. No suffering. <laughs> Let's get rid of that fire. <laughs> Uh just get rid of earth and water to be safe. because um, <laughs> they like doing ice bolts and stuff, right? Uh
1: gotcha, gotcha. Let's
2: see. Restoration we like. Um protection we yeah. like. Although what you're protecting me from, maybe I'll turn that off too. No, maybe there's like <laughs> maybe you could stub your toe or something.
1: There you go. Um, yeah. Accidents.
2: Okay, and there's all these cost multipliers and stuff. I'll just leave that off. Um I don't know if we want God's forces and planes and fantasy ratings. Just leave that all the same.
1: It's up to you, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll just leave that. And see if this is any better. This is not a um, a great implementation of the violence slider yet because we haven't gotten to that. Um, but we'll see what we got for, uh, for dwarves this time. Dwarves. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, so... so... Uh, now there's still, there's still, because there wasn't a thing that said like, let's that death was turning off death magic, but people still die. Of course, it's it's called the gift of death this time. That's nice. Uh, (laughs) 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 And the dwarves were formed from sweat on a mountain. Good job, everybody. Uh, Uh, so let's see the dwarves, uh, their souls travel to the green world. If they've meditated enough, otherwise they're reincarnated.
1: Oh, Wait, well, if you have reincarnation turned on, does that mean that you, your, uh, your midventure will reincarnate when you die?
2: That is the idea. Yeah, I mean, we've we've been thinking like like I, I don't know how much it disrupts the game flow. Like if you get your head chopped off or something. Not that that would happen in the Carberry universe. If no. You, if you stub your head, stub your head real bad. <laughs> stub
0: you know. your head clean. <laughs> <off>. Wait, <laughs> you get a yeah. slight bump. That, yeah.
2: <laughs> we thought it would be cool to like, yeah, then it's suddenly you're in the afterlife or whatever and you're like I don't know if you're walking through a field or whatever the highlands are, whatever the different places and right. you're just like, oh well, shoot, and then I don't know if you have to go back through the announcements to figure out what happened I mean, there's kind of a tension between like seeing yourself die and just leaving you confused as it would be, you know, perhaps more accurately whatever that means um, But yeah. but then if, if, then however the reincarnation works, Like, do you have to be reforged on a Dwarven Anvil? Then you'd have to like walk up and be reforged on a Dwarven Anvil. Do you have to like stare into a pool or something? But then it could <laughs> then then just bring you back into character generation or whatever. Uh, obviously, there's the whole baby part that maybe we'll have to hand wave that a little bit to make the game playable. Or maybe, yeah. maybe just turn into a baby, and then you're a baby adventure and you can kind of crawl around. <laughs> And uh, that would be troublesome, but, uh, or we, could, <laughs> or we could throw you in calendar mode for, you know, 15 years or whatever. And then you could be, 15 you years old, um, just watch the calendar go. Uh, hopefully we can make the calendar mode run a little faster. That was one of those other things that we we're trying to think about because we can't,
1: yeah, it might be fun to be able to like go, okay, I want to be a, I want this guy to be my sensei and I want to learn, you know, how to do this thing over the course of 15 years.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. that's definitely something we were we were planning to do. We can't we can't put the world gen like back in the bag. Too many details get added to kind of remove them and then so it's it's difficult to just restart world gen. But we can definitely mm. make time pass faster than it currently does. Um and we'll just have to think about that. But in terms of the care I bear think, magic system here, we got dwarves that can predict the weather.
0: That, uh, there
1: you go. Now awesome. the thing
2: is if they lose their emotional control, and this is not very care bear at all if they lose their emotional control while they're trying to predict the weather, they can get a headache.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no.
2: <laughs> they can calm the wind. Uh, they need to call upon their inner power and paint their body to do this.
0: That's, see, that's how they get the little, like the little markings on their tum Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is,
2: this is care bear, isn't it? It's got the, There's a lot of calling upon their inner power and body painting in this one, controlling <laughs> the wind, calling rain. Uh, jump powerfully. I, th- I bet a Care Bear can jump
0: powerfully. I've, I've seen Morrowind. That does not end well.
2: <laughs> they can create fog, fall slowly. And, uh, oh. and then there's kind of this cryptic statement at the end that I'm not sure is Care Bear, where it says, like other beings with access to the proper materials, the dwarves can utilize the power of primordial darkness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, oh, the primordial funny. darkness is more like dimness really. Yeah, you
0: have a primordial <laughs> nightlight.
1: <laughs> exactly. So,
0: the power of All right,
1: art artists, let's have some art of <laughs> yeah. this world.
0: Get to it.
2: What is the power <laughs> of primordial dark? Oh, there's an entry for power of primordial darkness. Um So, <laughs>
0: Oh, really? Except it, let's hear it
2: it doesn't say what it does. It just says there's gigantic remnants of darkness everywhere <laughs> under the earth. <laughs> okay (laughs) Okay. sounds spooky (laughs) oh we're gonna stay on the surface those
0: headaches aren't good (laughs) (laughs) don't think about it too much this is very
1: sinister
2: (laughs) this is so yeah yeah a little bit all
1: care bear on top underneath it's like oh don't go down don't no, no caving no
2: yeah yeah so i mean yeah so so and and that's that's just kind of a a taste of, of what we should be able to do when we add some parameters and other and other, fun. other factors that that allow you to to uh, to do that. And if we're like really no headaches, then we're, you know we'll just have to just have a thing that lets you turn off negative effects entirely or whatever, and you know no no primordial darkness either. And then I mean that that was a thing that was not in the in the list of parameters as well. Is like what is the initial kind of setup. Like Because the, the the game allows for a void, it allows for a darkness, it allows for a for a sea, it allows mm. for magma, of course, fire, a yeah, great yeah. hurricane, ice, a vast expanse of mud.
0: And will we be able to traverse these environments?
2: If they still exist. Uh, that's the thing where, they, where you have these primordial fragments. But sometimes, especially when it's the ocean, I mean, that's the ocean, it's the same one that's always been there, right? Give me my uh,
0: spell jammer. <laughs> right, right, right
2: right, and that's the void, I guess is spelljammer, right is the void with things in I it. I heard
0: celestial egg, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> crystal,
0: crystal sphere, and I think,
2: <laughs> I think even with the with the ones where you have a chaos of monsters, I mean that could be what the forgotten beasts are, right is just the kind of what's left of the chaos of monsters that was in the beginning of the universe,
1: right, 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 yeah. Just sure. forgotten monsters.
2: Yeah, and so it all kind of fits together, and of course that that means that you could you could take the forgotten beast when you kill one, and that's where you get your chaos beast bones. But you wanted them fresh this time, uh, mm. yeah, fresh. fresh so they
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> And then you can carve them, and then uh, yeah, do whatever that one make, did. make bugs. Bugs.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good business. Good business. Yeah. So that was a, that was an entertaining little foray into uh, to myth myth uh, mythland.
0: I'm assuming that when you're playing the game like there will be scripture or other things that you can discover and read and maybe different accounts of these events so there will be schisms possible
2: yeah so there's a couple couple things of, about that uh, maybe maybe yeah three or two or something but yeah so so the things i was reading when i clicked on a name like when i quick click on dwarves and it gave me kind of the abridged version uh, that kind of just goes back up the tree of all the events and searches for things that are relevant to the creation of dwarves, the land, the ocean, things that just say why the world is it the way it is, but they don't come out co- kobolds at all, right? Um, mm. Unless the kobolds were like – unless dwarves were made from kobolds, which can happen. Um, yeah. Then uh, then that's then that's a thing that happens. Uh, but but – um, Uh, so that's one type of account so the elves would have one account that emphasizes things the dwarves have an account that emphasizes things and they may not share any elements except for what the beginning is like so those Mm. those are this is a set this is a setup where everyone's right right i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's that's a complicated thing right because we always run into trouble in dwarf fortress when we do lies and stuff because there's extra data to be checked and uh, so we had, yeah. there's just, uh, with villains, we did some, some work with that and got somewhere with the secret identities. We did some work with that and it would be similar, right? Having, having parts of the, the, um, the belief systems that are incorrect parts, parts that are partially correct. Um, and then there's this question of, of emphasizing things, which, 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 um, is the part that we can handle more easily um then there's the ones where like in the fantasy zero system but we could do it in all of the all of the levels where there's just a flat out like totally wrong one (laughs) it's just like just generated Mm. uh the prophets do that to a very small extent already they're like you know this world is being judged and will be destroyed by fire or whatever that's just something they rolled up it's not right unless it happens (laughs) unless it happens to be right right it's it's, (laughs) uh, lucky (laughs) yeah good job and then he'll get some more followers or whatever But um, it's it's uh, so, yeah, there's 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 some room to do it the easy way and then the more difficult stuff. When we talk about schismatics and stuff, of course, schismatics can both be right, too. Right. One can just emphasize the uh, Mm. the high place and one can emphasize the sweat. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, um, you know, and and have have they could even have systems of magic that work. Uh, but that emphasize like one of them likes to just get get sweaty or something, and one of them likes to climb on top of a mountain. Um, right, right, right. And uh, yeah, so so you just feed these little details, right? We just try and cut everything up into small little pieces and feed the details in the system, and then it can do all the work.
1: Um, Great. Right. Right?
2: And hopefully, I mean, it seems it seems promising just given what we what we did in that little generator there. Um, it seems like it's it's it, there's there's. Uh, it should be interesting, and the the tricky parts are are many. Um, like we talked about the balance issues, right? Like if people have these powers to change the weather all the time, then you know what what effects should that have? And so we could do some stuff with agriculture and and other things that you'd use um, rain for or whatever, and and try and give some bonuses. And, and you know right. if we came up with a list of like two or three kind of world effects that apply to each of the the magic schools or whatever each of the magic effects um just little tweaks and things that we can kind of sprinkle around and then highlight them in the legends and so forth then things will start to seem very consistent and then you yeah uh, yeah bring that over to fort mode um and then you right you can change the weather i mean right now we're having a lot of trouble with dwarves that have their lives like uh, irreversibly changed by being caught in the rain since we added the uh Long term, so, <laughs> what? Yes. So you've been gone a little bit. We've had we added we added the uh, we added the the, the the life arcs and and long term memories and personality changes that come from your trials and so forth. And you know, uh, it can happen where like you 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 know you remember the time that that the you were injured by a goblin and then you become more cautious or maybe you become you know more more brave or you start to believe in sacrifice et, et cetera. Right. There's a lot of different outcomes and it's highlight sure. it highlights it in your thoughts and in your personality it says this facet changed because of this event that happened in this year and stuff so it's 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 pretty cool in principle right it's kind of remembering these <laughs> things and causing game effects and causing character arcs to happen but uh there's an issue right now where one of the very common character arcs is that someone just ruminates on being caught out in the rain uh being miserable <laughs> about it and then changes their whole life uh, around that and <laughs> just just starts it's to get the magic stressed rain. out and it, 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 it so yeah so i'm sure people would welcome a kind of spell that clears the weather weather clearing spell you <laughs>
1: there devote, you
2: go. devote half your fortress resources to making sure that there's never a drop of rain
1: yeah i mean you could also have all kinds of <laughs> um uh, interesting things with the myth generator. You know, you could say that not everyone always gets fire powers, but some people do if they were born during a full moon or something like that. And- yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, we have we have uh, we have just a few of those now. Uh, you have to you have to do the kind of dodgy ones like bloodlines and all that kind of stuff. Um, the yeah the yeah and it's certainly the astro- the ast- the astronomy astrology slash stuff should be really cool. When we're like generating those those signs and things too, right? It's like uh, right everything comes together, and then those things can have meanings that are consistent with where those where those things came from too, right? It, so so it's uh yeah it's it's pretty intriguing and pretty pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty fun. That's that's why we're looking forward to it. But we've got uh we got yeah. work to do first. Work to do got got pictures to draw and buttons buttons to make.
1: <laughs> buttons.
2: Lots of buttons, lots of really.
1: Indeed, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's uh, w- when you're done with that full uh, adventure mode. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, uh, or at least when you're done with the uh, user interface, I think I'm gonna <laughs> try to jump on that as soon as possible and check that out. That'll be fun.
2: Yeah, it'll be cool. And it's like, do you want to move with the mouse? We've got a mouse. People have to be able to move with the mouse. Probably also an expectation that people are going to want to move with like wazid keys too, or something. Oh yeah. I've got was it, yeah. WASD keys. keys. I don't even know how you say that. Is it WASD? I shouldn't say WASD. WASD. Yeah, it gets voiced because the D is voiced, but an S is not voiced, but it's adjacent to a D. I've,
1: I've never heard used. anyone pronounce it like that. I've always been just the the, W-A-S-D. W-A-S-D. Was
2: yeah, and that, and that could very well be how, how regular people say it.
1: Um oh. <laughs> It could be, I, I suppose. I've never claimed to be a regular person, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, and I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a online FPS kind of person that would be like shouting, like use your W S A S D appropriately or something or whatever people shout at. I'm, I'm going to start
0: yes. saying that
2: in games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, yeah. No, literally literally no idea. Um I doubt it's made it in the dictionary yet. Although maybe. You never know. You never know when things get in the dictionary.
1: Um So what um let let's um let's diverge a little bit from Dwarf Fortress. What games have you been playing? What what are you looking forward to coming out?
2: Well, um yeah, I just got through with my, my Factorio binge. Uh, I, wow, uh, I get into go. that every couple couple years. Uh, and I don't I, I remember if I mentioned this last time, just doing the the space exploration mod. I I, I kind of got through that as far as I was going to make it anyway because I wasn't going like, to decrypt stuff or whatever the last stage is. Um, just some kind of decryption puzzle. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I was like, nope, nope, too much work. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I could be screenshotting different like archaeological sites and stuff. But uh, um, so so but no, I got I got a lot of a lot of time out of that, and so I I've just entered the in between zone, um, where I'm wondering what I should what I should do next, and nothing on my radar because I've been I've been uh, hunkered down. Hmm.
1: Hey, you're not much into multiplayer games, are you?
2: Oh no. <laughs> no, I I did I did play on the PS. I think it was on the PS4. I did have destiny for a bit because the multiplayer is really kind of unobtrusive in that. Um, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're not doing, I like, I never did any of the, like, what are they called? I don't even remember the uh, crucibles. What are they called?
1: Yeah. Uh, the I, PVP. Yeah. Oh. yeah
2: I, I never did any of that, but like the environmental stuff is, is it's kind of relaxing. Like people will be off there fighting something. And then if you want to just snipe something and wander on and maybe wave at them and then wander on, uh, mm-hmm. that that's, that's something I can take.
1: I've been playing a lot of Overwatch uh past couple of years, so that's a pretty intense game. I imagine you're not into that. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I, I mean...
0: mean I hear it can people. be pretty chill. It
2: do, do, do you have a main? Do people have mains? Is that how it works?
0: I play D.V.A. Uh, oh, you do?
1: I, I yes. play I play Farah and uh, Symmetra and Torbjorn and Reinhardt and <laughs> Zarya. And McCree, pretty much. I would junk rat. Those are my mains.
0: <laughs> a few I, mains. Hmm. Terminology is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. We we need to play online. I didn't realize that you played. Uh, I don't play a lot. I I I have the game. I should say. <laughs> I haven't played it. And, like, I logged in for the anniversary to, like, oh, you get a free box. And I, I opened the box, and I didn't get anything cool. It's like, okay, uninstall. <laughs> you got to give me treats. <laughs> there you go. i want my treats. <laughs> All right. Well, that just about does it for this episode of DF Talk. Woo! Thanks
2: for joining <laughs> us, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's great to have the team back together.
1: Yeah, this has been a real joy. We'll do it again.
0: Absolutely. And it won't be 4 years. There you I go. mean, it won't be like it'll be soon, not like 4s and the it'll be No, it won't be the number 4. It'll be it, it won't be it won't be 5 years. There we go. <laughs> or 6 or 7. Yeah, no, we'll do a,
1: we'll do it uh much sooner, much sooner.
2: Yeah, excellent. So so yeah, so so every everybody uh, have have fun uh p- 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 playing playing video games and taking care of yourselves. (laughs) indeed,
1: stay healthy, stay emotionally healthy, guys uh, just know that uh, um, we're all kind of suffering the same thing, we're all kind of cooped up and uh, I hope that uh, you guys keep a positive mental attitude through the season and uh, do your best to uh, stay engaged with your friends and family Um, that's what you need you need people around you but not too close Yeah, yeah, six feet.